everyone, welcome back to C Red UK. Where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. I'm Matt, and as usual, joined by Neil. How are you doing, Neil? I'm good, thank you very much. Um, not long back in the door from a work meeting, so uh, happy to sit outside and uh, and talk a bit of Bulls with you. Yeah, and it's not really a therapy session tonight, which is a bit of a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's more of a feel-good conversation than a, than a therapy session. Yeah, so uh, I mean, we'll we'll get into it. Obviously, Bulls played Nets last night, and the well, Nets come in on a twelve-game win streak, and Bulls made it unlucky thirteen for them. Absolutely, finishing it with a hundred twenty-one to one hundred twelve victory. And as I commented on some of the Bulls posts last night, it was a team victory. I was. You know, and I mean, obviously we'll get into it with the players and stuff like that, but we controlled the game from start to finish. All right, we yeah. let a little, we let the big lead slip. Um, Sort of between the, was it the second, second and the third? third? Yeah. yeah. It, the third was the only quarter they won, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Which was enough to get them close enough to make the game a little bit squeaky bum time for us, but they never got that close, really, did they? No, no, I mean, we pretty much controlled the game. Yeah. You know, when they've got somebody like KD, they're always going to be in with a chance. Of course. And, I mean, obviously, KD went for, what was it, in the end, 40... I don't know what we got now, 44 points? 44, I think it was, yeah. And you know what? It doesn't even bother me. No. Because... The guy's an anomaly. He's an anomaly. You know, it doesn't matter what you do, he's still going to keep putting the ball in the basket. Yeah, and you know, and one player going off like that, as we've seen plenty of times with DeMar, yeah. doesn't guarantee you a win. No, not at Especially all. Especially when we're defending the other guys pretty well. I mean, it's like I didn't realise that Kyrie went for 25. Didn't look like he was getting that money point. No. Um... But apart from that, well, Seth Curry went for 22, but every shot he seemed to take was bouncing in and then out and then back in, wasn't it? Oh, they were rattling in. None of them were clear. Well, there was a couple of them that, that were clean shots, but most of them, uh, you know, I think I said it to you during the live thread at one point, I think that's the third one in a row that's rattled in. Yeah. I mean, he, he ended up six or seven from the three. From three. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's always going to do that. But apart from like them three, there was only Claxton who ended up with eleven, who actually really registered on the um, on the box score for him. The rest were sort of like one, two, seven. O'Neill went for nothing, didn't he? <laughs> Which yeah. was uh, good to watch. It wasn't but for the want to try in though. He was he was putting them up. He just wasn't hitting them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if KD had gone for 44 in a victory, then it's a different story. But yeah. I'll take him going for 44 in a loss, definitely. Um, so, yeah, obviously, on to the Bulls side of it. Like I say, to me, complete team performance from end to end. Yeah. Um, for me, the only reason why that lead slipped, was it 18 that we was up by at one point? Yeah. Um, to me, it's it was the the offense, not the defense. 
because we kept going on them scoring droughts. Yeah, we we two long, extensive scoring droughts. One that actually went from, was it from the end of the third into the start of the fourth or was it from the end of the second to the start of the third? I can't remember. But either way, it, it was a drought that kind of was at the end of a quarter and carried on another three or four minutes into the next quarter as well. Yeah, and I the think that come as KD was getting hot on it, which... Yeah, and Kyrie, when he started getting his points, it was late in the game too. Yeah, and then I think we had a, a second drought, but they had one at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, to me, that's they're the only negatives from the from the game. Um, everything else that's been a problem in the past, like the rebounding, I think we out, out-rebounded them in the end. Um, second chance points, that they didn't get as many as we've been given up recently. Yeah. Um, we weren't fantastic from three, as usual. Yeah. I think um, we were 40% as a team, something like that. Um, but no, I mean, before we get into the players, what did you make of it? Yeah, same, same as that. Um, I think a big, big difference maker was the fact that we were actually um, not giving up as many second chance uh, shots to the Nets as we have been in other team, with other teams in the past. Um, something that we spoke about on the last pod, I think. I mentioned that um, the rebounding isn't just on the bigs, it's, it's, it's on, the, on the, the backcourt as well. And the backcourt done a much better job, I thought, in rebounding the ball. It's, it's like they were expecting the long shots that were going to rebound to come out further, which, you know, naturally, that's the way it works. Uh, yeah. so, and they were ready and they were cleaning up the boards. Know, you know, not every time, but a lot better than they have been. And, and it made a difference. Yeah. I mean, all of the starters had five or more rebounds. Wow. Zach, Zach had five. I had seven. Vooch had 13. P. Will and DeRozan both had seven as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but then that's the bench, impressive. Bench players were coming in and doing it as well. Dragic had three. DJJ had two, Kobe had two, and well, they were the only bench players that come on, weren't they? Because Caruso ended up leaving after he only got two, what, just under three minutes to play? Yeah, two minutes, 41 seconds, and then he rolled his ankle. I mean, in the past, that, you know, that would have been potentially the end of the game for us, wouldn't it? Absolutely, especially a player that's so impactful. But, for me, Ayo stepped up yes, in that yes. moment. And, I mean, we'll get into it a bit more in, in a, a bit like, but obviously we only had... Drummond didn't get on, off the bench, which at no, the time I was thinking... The coach's decision. Yeah, I mean, he was listed as probable, wasn't he, before it with his shoulder after yeah. that bump with Rolo the other night. And, I mean... Nets haven't got a lot of size. So DJJ no. was coming in as the sort of backup five, really, wasn't he? Um, and he put in, a, put in a game. He put in a performance, I thought. Yeah, and I think it's basically allowed Drummond that little bit more rest ready yes. for Sixers tomorrow, where yeah. we're going to need him. Absolutely. So, I Has think... there been any more word on whether Embiid is playing, actually? The last I heard, he was... He was out in the last game and weren't sure whether he's playing this game or not. 
Yeah, is it a, a foot, foot strain or something like that? Or a yeah. sore foot, something like that. And uh, last I heard, it was a game-time decision. So Yeah, that's that's what I'd heard as well. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to the starters. And obviously, I think at one point I said in the, the feed last night, or the thread last night, I think P will had 20 points at the time. And like DeRozan was down at about 16. Zach was down, well, I think he finished at 13 anyway. Yeah. I said, I, I like the fact that P Will's leading the scoring, but it would be nice if DeRozan or Zach turned up. But then, yeah. on reflection, I'm kind of glad they didn't. Well, I think if they did, P Will would have stepped back again. Yeah. That, that, and that's what I mean. It, it was good to see. P will and Io basically take control of the game. Yeah, because yeah, DeRozan gets a lot of credit for finally turning up in the to sort of the fourth, dropping what was it three in a row he dropped, and then got to the yeah. free throw line as well. Um, obviously Zach finished with thirteen points, but none of them played bad either. No, not at all. Uh, to the box score watchers, they will have done. Um, yeah. And obviously Vooch was just solid all the way through as well. 21 points, 13 rebounds. But we were going through Vooch as well. And he he looked good doing it. Do you know? Yeah. How, how many times have we sat here and we've talked about it and we've said, play through Vooch? Because it works. And when it's working, I don't understand why we stop. And during the lull that we had, where we started to kind of, the, the net started to come back into it and close the game a bit, we came away from Vooch. Yeah. And when we started putting it back into Vooch in the paint, that's when we started to kind of take control of the game again. Yeah. I mean, Stacey gets very agitated by it, doesn't he, on the broadcast? He, he does. Uh, and. I think he wants us to go through Vooch on every play, which well, wouldn't work. Every play, it starts to get too predictable. But Yeah, and I mean, there was a uh, one player in particular, I think it was DeRozan brought it up and kicked it out to P. Will on the three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he missed, it was the one three that he actually missed, P. Will. Yeah. Um, and Stacey was saying, oh, he needs to go back into Vooch, and it, but Vooch wasn't there at that point. And P. Will was wide open. So, yeah. go to him. Do you know what I mean? It's He had the hot hand Absolutely. last night, didn't he, P. Will? P. Will was, yeah. what, 75% from three? Three yeah, or four? three or four. And, you know, going back to Zach and Damar, it looks like they had a bad night, scoring-wise. Which it wasn't a bad night scoring wise, a bad night shooting wise, really. I mean, uh, DeRozan was eight of twenty from the field. Zach yeah. was four of eleven. But to me, yeah. they both influenced the game in other places. Zach they did. was solid on D, and he was facilitating yeah. quite a lot. He was, and I mean, I've seen a lot of hate going around for Zach in this game. Oh, your max guy getting thirteen points is not, you know. 
And to me, they're the box score watchers that are saying it. And they're following the narrative that's been going around for well, since the start of the year, basically. Well, yeah, pretty guy, much. You know. And I think to me personally, a lot of it's undeserved because if you actually watch the games, you know, people are complaining when Zach's taking the shot. They complain when he doesn't take the shot. <laughs> they say you can't defend, but last night he was coming up with some quite pretty big defensive players, I thought. And not just um, last night. Zach, Zach has been playing much, much better on D the last three or four games. Yeah. And I mean, he he only ended up with four assists last night, but he seems to get a lot more, well, what they call hockey assists, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, he'll pass it to Ayo, who then gets the assist, or he'll pass it to yeah. Demar, who'll get the assist, or Vooch, whatever. But they don't show up in the box score. They only they only show up in the advanced analytics, you know. And yeah, yeah. And obviously, to me, the ball moves better when it goes to Zach as well, because yeah, once he's not carrying the ball, but if he's catching the ball and driving, catching the ball and shooting, or catching the ball and moving it on, it really works. Yeah, because you can't stand off Zach. As soon as Zach has the ball, even if he's like. 10 feet away from the three-point line towards the logo, you can't give him that space. You have to honour the fact that he can hit those shots. So it means that the defence has to open up in order to close out Zach. And then when he passes the ball along, there's more space inside. Yeah. Or there's more space on the perimeter. And and it's creating more open shots and better opportunities. Yeah. And I mean, what's sort of doing my head in with a lot of the fan base at the minute is to hit towards Zach but then yeah. they don't throw it anywhere else and it you know like DeRozan for example finishes with 22 points same as P. Will top scorers on the night but like I say yeah what eight of them points possibly come in the last three four minutes when he actually Easy. started yeah, hitting so, yeah. but if you're just looking at the box score you don't see that <laughs> so you don't see that in the build-up to, to or throughout the game, he's been slowing the offense down because yeah. when it goes to him, everybody else stops. And you know, I'm not turning this into a slagging for of Demar because obviously, as I've said before, I love what Demar does, but he plays better, or the team plays better when Demar plays. Well, not ISO Demar, essentially. Yeah, because no hero ball. when he's yeah, and but then obviously we do appreciate when the hero ball works and he does turn up in the fourth because well, he see, turned up at the right time for us. That's exactly when we need it from Demar. We don't need it in the first quarter, second quarter, th- third quarter, maybe a little bit, but certainly not in the first half of the game. But coming towards the closeout of the game, even if we have the lead or if we're chasing the game, that's when we might need a little bit of that kind of performance out of DeMar and that's exactly what we got last night and it worked yeah and you know as we've said before when DeMar's not scoring big a big amount of points the whole team plays better yeah and it was proved last night and we'll get into the other the other sort of three players I really want to talk about and that's the young young core you know P. Will Ayo and Kobe. 
I think people forget that Kobe's only 22. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's not had the easiest start to his career with injuries and COVID and, you know, just the way it went for him in them first, what, three off-seasons that he had? Yeah. And it's the first off-season he had and then got derailed by his, was it, thigh contusion, whatever, at the start of the year, wasn't it? But to me, Kobe has been... After it sounds, our most consistent performer. Yeah, because he, and, he's, no, he's got the, a level and he's stuck at it. Yeah, and it's a good no, level. No, but the gas, the gas thing about it was right. Kobe, for me initially, Kobe came in as a streaky shooter and um, a three-point shooter, and that's what we kind of expected and anticipated from him career-wise. But what's actually yeah. happened is. He's developed his game in such a way that because his shot wasn't falling for him anymore, he's developed his game. He's worked on his handles. He's worked on his passing. I mean, he had one season where he was pretty much our starting point guard. And he has actually developed his game to be a much more all-round game. And his defence, which was non-existent in his first year, maybe even first two years, he's really obviously put the time and the effort into working on that. And it shows and he's becoming a two-way player. Yeah. And, and a consistent one at that. A consistent two-way player. And and to have that in our arsenal now is something that we've really been lacking at the start of the season and really need, especially when players like Lonzo are so injured and Caruso keeps getting injured. We we need to be able to to bolster the defense and Kobe White's given us that. I mean Obviously, he still makes mistakes. Every player does. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, the Bulls fans highlight every mistake that Kobe makes. But what they don't highlight is the fact that Kobe doesn't highlight his own mistakes anymore like he used to. Right. He used to get in his own head and that was it. His game was gone. Yeah. If he bricks a three now, he's straight back down the other end and he's hustling. <coughs> you know, last night, there was a couple of big defensive plays from him where yeah. he was just in the way. He didn't do anything amazing, but he just delayed the shot, delayed the shot, kept his hands down. And I think, that, I can't remember who it was, maybe that, um, was it Royce O'Neill? I think, ended up bricking a three, just because he ended up rushing it, because he just yeah. couldn't find a way past Kobe. And Kobe just forced him into the corner, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there was a couple of nice passes from him as well last night. And no turnovers, which you know, that's always a good thing. You know, yeah, in, in, look at his stats, and I mean, ten points doesn't stand out, but ten points off the bench does, especially right. when all your starters are in double figures as well. And you know, shooting fifty so, percent from the field and shooting fifty percent from three as well. Yeah, and that's the thing; they can't stand off Kobe either. Because he's, you know, his space is the floor for us, and that's what we need him out there to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, well, we'll go on to our. I'll give the player of the game away now, but while we get into him, obviously, we, in the end, we went for P. Will. Yes. Um, but we were very torn right to the end between P. Will, Vooch, and Ayo. Uh huh. You know, 
they kind of like we've just said we were going through Vooch but Vooch towards the end went a little bit quiet I felt um, we'd kind of gone away from him again a little bit in the end of that fourth that's because Saito Zamora kicked in yeah but also that's when Ayo ended up taking over with yes. some huge defensive plays and you know obviously he's um, well he ended up with 17 points but then P. Will was consistent all the way through as well. Yeah. And on both ends, you know, he's guarding KD most of the game. I know. I know. And he still ends up as our top scorer. And the big thing for me was the seven rebounds from him. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were big rebounds as well. They were. You know, and they, was... were all def- they were all defensive rebounds too, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is what we need and he he was exactly. having to work for him as well and I mean he tried to kill someone last night as well didn't he but missed the dunk <laughs> in the end yeah, that's one of his few one of his seven trips to the line which that's impressive as well it is yeah, if he can add that into his game get into the line yeah I mean he was seven or seven last night he hit every one of them yeah so you know in the past few games he's started off like house on fire and then we've gone away from him and he's kind of sat back and but it was as if last night you know after them two Cavs games especially for P. Will in that last one when he admitted he should have boxed out better on um, Donovan Mitchell it's as if he's come out and gone you know what fuck it this is my game Yeah, I'm going to show that I'm not in my own head I can do this. I can be an NBA player. And that's what he ended up proving. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on any of the players. No, not really. Just the, uh, to, to bolster what you said there about P. Will. You know, P. Will is my guy. I've been waiting for this day to come. And uh, last night, he looked like a legitimate two-way offensive-defensive threat. And he was playing against potentially the best player in the league, um, if not the best, one of the top three. And he he looked good doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, just going back to Io. I mean, obviously, the major highlight of the game was that block that he got on KD, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we're going to be seeing that for a long time to come. And it's it's not like it's an anomaly. I mean, he got a massive block um, in a, in another game there. Was it the last game or the game before as well? He got a big block. Yeah. So it's something that he's working on himself in, in trying to get blocks. But I mean, to get a chase down block like that was sensational against someone like KD. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, and I thought he played on uh, against Kyrie. Well, all night as well. He did. I mean, like we said, like Kyrie didn't come into the game until very, very late. Um, apart from that, okay, he was facilitating a little bit, but I didn't think Kyrie was really making much of an impact on the game, uh, scoring-wise anyway. No, I definitely didn't think he'd end up with 25 points. No, no, it didn't feel that way. But, yeah, like, like I said at the start of it all, to me, team win. You know, Absolutely. Everybody did what they needed to do out there, and we were pretty short as well on players. Yeah, you know, especially after losing Caruso. So, you know, it 
it's as if they come out with a little bit of fire from everything that's happened in them two Cavs games. Well, let's hope and, so, because you, you need to use that as fuel. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about it, if, I mean, we've seen the, the last two-minute reports from both games now. And, we, well, we all know what we think of them. Yeah. There's two two dubs for the Bulls that have been robbed off us. Yes. If we'd have got them, we'd be on a five-game win streak now. True. And that just seems to be the way this season's gone. Yeah, we haven't played fantastic in a lot of games, but we've been close enough where we could take them. So you had in you know you had in the Wizards game as well, where the last two minute report says that DeRozan was fouled, and yeah, Yeah. not guaranteed to get the win. I understand that, but if it's Demar going to the line. He's going to hit at least one of them, which changes well, I mean, the, way the game. Are high. You know, so and then obviously the way we've lost in the game, like against Hawks and um, even like the, the Magic game and stuff like that. To me, the team's not as bad as it actually looks on paper or record-wise. No, I agree. We've just had no luck. With anything, no, <coughs> we got Whether the bad end of the stick a few times. Yeah, and I mean, I'll just touch on the officials quickly before we move on. I thought they had a bad game, but it was a bad game for both. Yes, and, um, you know, I mean, obviously there was that flagrant that they didn't call on Demar where he nearly took Simmons' head off. Yeah, I know it was practically a decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah we got away with that one yeah. but they kind of made up for it with a couple of calls at the other end that weren't fouled I mean there was that one on I think it was P-Will on KD you it where you didn't realise he'd actually got three shots from it yeah and it was right yeah. near the end of the game you know because to me he wasn't in shooting motion it was a reaching but there was in the bonus or whatever in the last however many minutes it was yeah and they give him three you know so there's something else back do you know what I mean and luckily yeah. it didn't have an effect on the game for us and it's no, like it, I it didn't to you, Go on. like I kept saying to you last night as well he was getting superstar calls all game yeah yeah. you know there was things there that we see happen to Zach and Damar all the time and you know nothing gets called you kind of just touch him and it was a foul. Not to the extent in the Cavs game, I'll give him that, but it was getting a little bit frustrating. And then there was that, uh, when they teed up Dragic. That was oh just... yeah, that was that was ridiculous. All he, all he said was he turned around and went, foul? See, yeah. You know. That's that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, we got away with that one with DeRozan on the on Simmons. Yeah, but yeah. they definitely evened it out over the course of the game. Luckily, yeah. it didn't have an effect. Which you you can kind of stomach that a lot more. It's still frustrating that the referees are making such poor decisions a lot of the time. And, and I mean, it was like a, a late whistle party last night as well. But um, 
<laughs> at the same time, which which I love, of course, you know that. Uh, you know, love love a good late whistle, me. But but um, when it evens out, you can kind of, across the course of the game, you kind of take it on the chin. Yeah, it's not like it was in the Cleveland game with um, with Donovan Mitchell, where it was completely lopsided. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. just another little highlight from the game as well before we, we move on to the next bit. That When Simmons, I don't even know what he was doing when he was dribbling it down and then kind of bounced it up, didn't he? And lost it and then ended up fouling. <laughs> yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a bit mental. He kind of like bounced the ball up in front of Peewell's face then pulled it back again and kind of put it off his own leg. It was just, <laughs> what are you doing? It was as if he was trying to do something special, but... Yeah, it's like he went into streetball mode and then realised, oh, hang on, this is an NBA game, and then tried to stop himself in the middle of it or something. It's, I don't know. <laughs> he realised he's not actually that guy as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Just made himself look a little bit special more than anything, but... Yeah, yeah he did, he did. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on it. No, not at all. I just thoroughly enjoyed seeing it. I didn't, as much as we kind of said, you know, they'll probably win against the Nets now because they 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 step up in these big games. Um, I didn't have confidence that they were going to actually win this game. Um, I think in the votes that yeah. we do before the game, I'd voted for the Nets to take it and to take it by more than ten points. Um, so yeah, I like being wrong, I like being wrong sometimes. I do, and then this is one of those occasions. <laughs> And I, I mean, obviously, we'll quickly touch on the next two games because it's a back to back in it. Got yeah. Sixers up tomorrow night, and then Jazz at uh, well Saturday night, Sunday morning for us. Um, yeah. Sixers obviously in Philly, and then Jazz back at the UC. Neither are going to be easy games. Nope. Irrelevant of whether Embiid plays or not, you know. Lowry's going to come back to the UC and try and, you know, take it down, basically, isn't he? Yeah, he always steps up for the Bulls games. You know, but we're sure we can beat Jazz. And I think with this sort of, it's like a wounded mentality that Bulls have got at the minute. I think we can break the streak as well of Embiid, if it does play. I hope so, because I really hate that streak. Yeah, and it, so the streak's annoying as it is, but then it's when he takes to the socials and gets all thingy about it. I, I, I can't stand that. It's just like, just be humble about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. no need to, to rub it in anymore because it just makes us hate you even more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, can't, I can't appreciate what players like that do when they act like that. It yeah, just, yeah. We'll get on to in the next thing because when we're going to have a little bit of fun with some, some, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I've got nothing else on these. I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to give quick predictions on the next two games. Oh, like I said the other night, um, it's it's impossible to make predictions with this team. <laughs> it just, they just, they're all over the place. Um, and and it's just left me guessing. I don't think I've got. I must be on about fifty percent of my guesses of wins and losses for predictions. Uh, but sure, I'll throw it out there anyway. I reckon we. I reckon we take them both. 
I'm going to say we split them, and I don't know which way. <laughs> because with okay. it being a back to back. Well, you were saying you reckon that we're going to break the streak. Well, yeah. It's just the fact it's a back-to-back. I think that works yeah. in Jazz's bit. I don't know if Jazz are playing tomorrow as well. I haven't had a look that far into it, but... No, I'm not sure either. Probably not, because that's how it works for us. They get about three days' rest before coming into us on the end of a back-to-back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I say, I think we split it. I just don't know which way. Okay. So, yeah, I'll send it to the advert and then we'll finish off. The Call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump. Your voice has a place. Uh, welcome back. As uh, you know, we've just gone over the next game and the play of the game and everything from that. Just going to finish off with a bit of, bit of light-hearted fun, really. Um... I mean, yesterday, someone come at us on Twitter. I don't think there was any malice in it, but basically said that, do we not talk about other players, other teams with what we do? And that it'd be good for our show if we did. You know, fair enough. But we have actually spoke about other players and teams before. I've certainly given um, out about a few. Yeah. And, you know, basically it comes down to the fact that we don't watch enough of the other NBA teams to have an opinion on them. Yeah. Because watching, we just don't have the time. takes up enough time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we'll quite happily talk about other players but and teams, but we're, we're Bulls. It's in the, ta- in the introduction, only the Bulls. But obviously we are part of the NBA and what we would just want to do here is the, um, the first fan returns from the All-Star voting dropped couple of hours ago so we're just gonna have a quick look at them and I mean it means nothing you know the NBA will get the players there that they want there at the end of the day yeah um, and the fans don't take it serious as you'll find out from us now um, but obviously it's something that is a talking point it's you know um, it's a good chance for you to put your opinion over on who you think should be there. But I say fans don't take it serious. I mean, like last year, Clay Thompson was in the running and he hadn't even played a game. No, he was injured. And from the way these votes have gone so far from what I've got in front of me, I don't think fans are taking it serious this year either, especially Lakers fans. Um, So we'll start in the West and I'll basically run down the players, front court, back court, top 10, and basically ask you whether you think they should be there or not. So, number one, front court in the West, LeBron James. And I know right. what you're answering. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, right? Do I think LeBron James should be getting votes for the All-Star game? Yes. Do I think he should be topping the list? Absolutely not. 
it's Absolutely by a big not. margin as well. It's, it's by a huge margin. I mean, you're talking about what? Just under is um, it? Just under a million votes. Um, what's he on? Three three million one hundred sixty-eight thousand six hundred ninety-four votes. Yeah, and then your kitch is on two, three. Yeah. So you're like, looking about eight thousand, eight hundred thousand, aren't you? Eight hundred thousand votes. Yeah, quick math. <laughs> quick math. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. I I get it. I get. He's a name. He's a household name. People are voting for him because oh, it's LeBron James. But so what? <laughs> yeah, he should be. He should be in the list. I'm not saying he should be, but at the top by that big of a margin, get get out of here. Yeah, no. I mean, he's he's put together some good games this year. Granted, he has he's going to. Is is that that player? Yeah. And I say the NBA, regardless of what the fans vote, they'll get the players there that they want there. And as long as LeBron is playing, LeBron will be there. Yeah, well, she has to be the captain of the team, doesn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you. He's got, he's going to be there, but not by what he's doing at the minute or that margin yeah. at the minute. So that's say yeah. your kit is in second. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No arguments. No. Anthony, Dave, Anthony Day to Davis. Would you say Day to Davis? <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be healthy that. when that's it comes crazy. to it, is he? Look, when he when he was healthy. He was playing like a guy that should be going to the All-Star. Oh, yeah. He was putting up like 50-odd points and stupid amount of rebounds, wasn't he? 100%. But, I mean, I think that window was, was, you know, pretty small before he was injured again. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's what I mean. He's not going to be healthy for the All-Star game. No, he's pretty unlikely. He'll be there, but he'll be there in civvies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Number four, Zion Williamson. Yeah, again, again Zion Williamson has been having, he, he's been having a season, but now he's, he's just been listed at what, uh, up to four weeks with a yeah. hamstring strain? Yeah, which, again, it's health that's going to ruin his career, isn't it? It, it yeah, is, because, I mean, the guy is a tank that moves like a guard. I mean, he's just, <laughs> he, he is, potentially he is, the future in the NBA is sensational. He's something we haven't seen before, um, but he just can't stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, if he's healthy, he's got to be there because he's a fun player yeah. to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, five, Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, he was an all-star last year as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, again, don't get how high he is. Yeah, I mean, this is where my lack of watching the rest of the NBA comes in because, to me, he wasn't an all-star last year, or shouldn't have been. It seemed like that was the the comedy vote last year, didn't it? But the fact yeah. that he's in the, the running again this year, maybe maybe I'm wrong on that one, I don't know. But look, just... we're, not, we're not saying he's not a good player, you know, and and maybe we don't know enough about Golden State and we don't know enough about him. We're not saying he's not a good player, but is he fifth place in the front court all star votes <laughs> kind of a player? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um number six, Paul George. Yeah. Again, okay. it's health, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well yeah. He's an all star when he's on the court. But But when's he on the court? When he... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, if he's healthy, he's there. Fair enough. 
and yeah. he's probably around about the right sort of placing. In the yeah, I would agree. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Lowry. Ex Bulls legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Look, Mark Marklin's having a great season. I can understand him being getting votes. Um, I don't know if I expected him to be quite as high as seventh, but um, I certainly expected to see his name on the list. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if he's at, he's at the game. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like I said, the NBA will get the players that they want to be there and it's a bit of a story in it, really. He's probably going to go for like most improved as well, maybe this year. And... It's looking pretty likely anyway. He'll be in contention, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Draymond Green. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, he'll be there to punch not, people. Just don't know, do yeah, or just talk about it on his podcast or yeah I don't know yeah which is back which he did the Michael Jordan sort of fax release thing didn't he to tell everybody yeah yeah, yeah. maybe that's where we went wrong maybe we should have done that <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine Kawhi Leonard again it's a health thing isn't it yeah does Kawhi Leonard, Leonard deserve to be in the all-star votes yeah absolutely but I mean is he going to be healthy enough who knows yeah and then rounding it out at number ten, Kevon Looney. Yeah, I'll I'll put my hand up here now and say I don't know enough about Kevon Looney's <laughs> game to no. say that he deserves right. to be in the All Star vote um, top ten. But uh, it seems a little bit out there to me. Yeah, it's, it seems a bit like the Clear Thompson one last year of these uh, Warriors. Their fans are voting, and yeah, yeah. Obviously, the champions, they've probably got a lot more fans than they had last year as well. So Exactly, exactly. Uh, then into the West Guards, number one, Steph Curry. Injured, but yeah. Um, yeah, he's I'll, an all-star. It's... Yeah, he is. There's no question about it. I would put at least three more in the list ahead of him, though. Yeah, I mean, didn't he get all-star MVP last year as well? He did, he did, yeah, absolutely. But like I say, going off this year, yeah, yeah, there's people above him, including number two, Luka Doncic. Absolutely. You know, I don't think um, he's saying any more on that. <laughs> it's just Luka's balling out right now. Yeah, tri- you know, triple double machine, yeah. fifty, sixty points a night. He's just yeah, MVP. Um, number three, Jamarant. Yeah. Again, I'm surprised there's such a gap, actually, between Luca and Ja. Yeah, um, it's massive, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I would certainly have put Ja Morant in the top three, um, for sure. Just for the excitement value. Oh, he's... he's look, better than else. Love him or hate him, he's, he's thrilling to watch play basketball. Yeah. Uh, number four, SGA. Yeah, he's having a good yeah. year. Fair enough. Yeah. Whether it should be that high, I don't know. I mean, shout out to Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're loving that. I mean, OKC, but you know, absolutely destroyed Celtics the other night without him, and then they did. I can't remember if they had the next night or the night after when he was back and they lost. Uh, maybe he's not an all star. He's just a good point getter. Who knows? <laughs> I'll let Sam argue that one. Yeah, five. Uh, Clay Thompson. I mean, he was in the boat last year when he wasn't even playing, so I think right. that's just <laughs> He's playing this season, he was bound to be there. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't I don't think Clay's having a particularly good season from what I've been watching, but you know, he's the he's the other half of the Splash Brothers, I guess. Steph's there, he's gonna be there. Yeah. Uh six Westbrook. Westbrook, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's sixth man, isn't he, for Lakers, which you know, it's Yeah. Whatever. I think it's just Lakers fans voting for I mean, I'm surprised they voted for Westbrook, right? But <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that if you know the fact that he is there, I'm surprised that he's middle of the pack. I mean, you'd expect him to just be crawling about nine or ten in there, but there yeah, uh, seven, Dame, Dame Lillard. He's always going to be there. Thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's actually playing this year as well, isn't he? So yeah, yeah, uh, eight, Devin Booker. Why is he at eight? Yeah. He should be high. Yeah, top three, possibly. Pushing Curry possibly. out. Possibly. The way the seasons are at the minute. Luca, and, Jan, and Devin Booker. Yeah. I don't think you could argue much against that. You yeah. know, and it's the amount of votes he's got as well. How far down it yeah. is. It's, just, it's ridiculous. It really is. Um, I mean, what's even more ridiculous is number nine, Austin Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> how how is a player like Austin Reeves right not look I'm not saying he's a bad player but he certainly isn't an all-star player right someone like Austin Reeves playing for a team that's not having a good season how is how is he in the all-star <laughs> listings I don't know and then rounding out number 10 Jordan Poole yeah fair enough yeah okay you know to, if Again, you were going to put him in the list, I'd put him around about there. So, yeah. So yeah, we'll move on to the East. Um, we tend to know a bit more about these Eastern players, I think, than the West. Anyway, definitely. Uh, front court. Uh, we'll go through them a bit quicker, but KD number one. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We've just explained it's KD in our review of the Nets game. So. Yeah. Um, number two, Yanis. The yeah, human steam train. Yeah, yeah, he's always going to be up there. Fair enough. Yeah, don't particularly like watching him play myself, but you know he he's an all star. So yeah, yeah. Uh, three, Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, four, Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Agree with that. Definitely. Five, Jimmy Butler. No. Yeah, I'm a bit sketchy on that now. I know how you feel about Butler. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, I, I don't know about putting him fifth. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, he's always going to be there or thereabouts because he he's going to get the, the votes from Heat and probably a bit of collateral from Bulls fans, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he's having an all star season, I don't really know because he seems to be spending a lot of time injured again. Yeah. But who knows? Like, I don't like him, so. And people know that that have listened to this before, so yeah, I'd be quite happy if you weren't even in the top ten. But <laughs> never mind. Uh, six Pascal Siakam. Spike I think he's pretty much carrying Raptors to anything yeah. they are doing. So yeah, yeah, well, no, fair enough. No issue with him being there. Seven Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, he's having a good year. Yeah, I mean. You're going to get these sort of fringe all-star players out here, and I think that's what he yeah. kind of falls into. Yeah. Um, number eight. This is a bit of a surprise. Paolo Panchero. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean he's having a good year as a rookie, especially as a rookie. <coughs> yeah. But again, I mean, we didn't see him when Magic beat us because he was out, wasn't he? So I'm not actually watched him play. So I can't. Pass no, I've only seen highlights of him. Yeah, and he does look good. So yeah, a num- number one pick. Yeah, well, fair enough, I guess. <laughs> Number nine, I think Nets fans are having a bit of a laugh with this one. Nick Claxton. I think so. Well, I mean, because... Nick Claxton wasn't a huge factor last night anyway against us. But No. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really get that one. I mean, Vooch is higher than Claxton, surely. Surely. You know, I mean, I know he's Vooch on end of the top ten. I don't know where he is, but yeah. Um... Jarrett Allen rounds it out at 10. Yeah, I can, I, I can live with that one. I mean, he was an all-star last year, wasn't he? Didn't he miss it through injury in the end, though? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, fair enough. You know, he's good, he's young, he's... But he's can't stay healthy. Yeah. So, guards, number one, Kyrie Irving. No. No. <laughs> Just no. no, I'm not even not even going to go into it. No, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, he should be in the he should be in the list. Fair enough, I agree with that. But number one, nah. Yeah, so he probably he's not even going to want to play in it anyway, is he? He don't want to play basketball. So he just wants to talk about Holocaust and flat earth well and flat. Yeah, yeah. Just let, leave him to it. Whatever. Yeah. Let him have a week off talking about it. Um. Two, another one that I can't appreciate right now, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but I think that's just because it's off the back of the refereeing uh, interference against us the other no, night. Um, I mean, he's a good player. He is yeah. an all-star calibre player. He was when he was yeah. at Jazz. But I just can't give him that 70-point game. No, and no, no, no. It's made me not like him now. I'm, 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 that, I'm that petty and stupid so. <laughs> well I mean it's not like he was going to turn around to the refs and say actually I think you're giving me too many advantages here you know, he's just going to take them it's not his fault that in that respect but um, yeah yeah no I, I think he definitely deserves to be there I think he deserves to go to the all-star game but um, yeah I, I don't know about two but then again looking at the rest of the list I don't know how many people I'd put ahead of him either so. <laughs> yeah I mean three is James Harden no, get out of here. Get lost. Go home. Yeah, no, you like him, no, don't you? No. <laughs> no. I mean, oh, his, to his, me, his game annoys me. Yeah, but he's just got that reputation and he around the league that he is that player and mm. he's always going to be there, especially if Sixers fans are voting and you know they've got yeah. no one else to vote for apart from Embiid, have they? So... Uh, number four, uh, Jalen Brown. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Take that one. You know, probably part of the, probably one of the best duos in the league, him and Tatum. So yeah. if one's there, the other's going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so number five, yeah, whatever, Trey <laughs> Young. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say, it's your turn to give out. No, everyone knows my feelings on the little weasel. No. <laughs> I'd rather... I don't know what I'd rather do than watch him again. He's just no. Anyway, yeah, I, I I don't have a massive <laughs> issue with him being there. I know how much you hate him, um, so I'll well, I'll give you that. 
thing is, it's like, list a bit. <laughs> you know, to me, Dejounte Murray is worth more than him, and he's not even in the top ten. So no, he's not. You know, but he was an all star last year, which yeah, yeah. So anyway, number six, the only ball on the list, Demar Derozan. Yeah. Who I would put ahead of at least three of them. But anyway, maybe I'm biased. Yeah, well, the first thing I'm going to say on it is he's not a guard. He wasn't a guard last year. No. And he obviously was an all-star last year as a guard. Yeah. Yeah. So it just goes to show that it means nothing on this because, like I say, he's not a guard. No. Um, Would he get in the front court? Yeah, I think so. I mean, looking at his votes, yeah, he'd be. Well, gone for, if he was a front court player, he'd be fifth above Jimmy Butler. He would. He'd be just above Jimmy. So uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've said what I've said about Demar, but he is still that guy. You know, I don't. I'm not hating on Demar when I say what I say about him. It's just no. It's becoming frustrating to watch, and it's becoming an issue as well. That's the big thing. But, you know, he's putting up all-star numbers. And, yeah, so get the votes in Bulls fans and get him higher. Yeah, keep voting. Push him up the list. Uh, seven, Lamelo Ball. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, I can see why he's in there. But, again, he's been spent most of the year sat out, so maybe not. Yeah. Eight, Halliburton. Yeah, again, um, he's one of those players who you could see in there but I would expect him to be floating more around the 9-10 mark but I mean there's not a whole lot between himself and number 9 anyway <laughs> yeah and number 9 D-Rose that's people voting with their hearts yeah that's Bulls fans I think yeah. taking the mic possibly even Knicks and, fans as and well. Knicks fans yeah. yeah you know I mean he's it's not even in the rotation a lot of the time no. Um and it, to me, it's the same as Bulls fans wanting him to come back to Chicago. It's sentiment. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's not going to offer anything. As much as we all love him, he's just, you know, he's not going to offer anything, is he? Not on this Bulls team, anyway. No, that's, not that's my, my no opinion on it. Yeah. And then, rounding out, Darius Garland. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And then he was there last year when he. He's yeah. out injured at the minute. Yeah, I like him because he's in my fantasy team, um, <laughs> and he does get me a lot of points. So, yeah, I mean, I can see why he's in the top ten. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So who's, was, who's, um, who's missing out of that list, though? Who's missing out of that list? Zach Levine. Come on, vote him in. Bring him up the list. Yeah, Javante Green. Jav- yeah. Uh, Javante, my my triple votes one, for him. One vote's <laughs> worth five there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's five of him, so at least one of him's got to be in there. Right. Uh, front court, I've been voting Tony Bradley. That's how serious this is. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a couple of votes off me. But, no, I mean, seriously, Zach's, to me, not playing at an all-star level. But, it comes down to that sentiment value. You want your players to be there. And yeah. if there's going to be another player that gets there, it's going to be Zach. Yeah, exactly. And possibly Vooch. 
I don't know. I think there's there's too much of a divide in people's opinions on both Zach and Vooch at the moment. Yeah. And that's why they're not in the list. But um but they're still Bulls players, people. They are still Bulls players. We have to represent, get the votes in, and uh, and hopefully we'll get two, maybe three players rather than just one. I'm going to throw it out there as well. Vote for Obi. Vote for Froby. Yep. <laughs> the fro is back. The fro okay, is back, and, and so far he hasn't played bad with the fro, so... Yeah. And I'd even throw it to Io as well. But yeah. that's where the issue comes with this thing for the fact that Demar's listed as a guard. It kind of takes a vote away from some of our actual guards. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, if you're listening, Wayne, you know, there was no no sort of... Um, nastiness involved in any of the tweets sent back to you yesterday so I hope you appreciate us talking about some other players and other teams um, but yeah I don't, I've done a few yeah. better now and as you see our knowledge of other players and other teams is limited compared to Bulls <laughs> which is why we don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like I say there's no you know I didn't take his tweets offensive and hopefully he didn't take mine I mean I just sent a few gifts back anyway but um, yeah like I say no no malice involved or anything like that so yeah um, but yeah I've got nothing else if, unless you have no nothing else to add for tonight so yeah um, thanks for listening once again um, it's probably been a little bit all over the place because I think we're still getting back into it from our little break yeah, we'll aim to be back, what, maybe next Tuesday after the uh, the weekend's games. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as usual, I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattCRedUK and you can find us on all the socials at CRedUK. And I've been Neil and you can find me on at NeilCRedUK on Twitter. We appreciate you choosing to hang out with us here at the CRedUK podcast where it's the Chicago Bulls thing. And if you wish, please subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time, wherever you are, see red, go Bulls. Percolator. It's time for the percolator. Percolator.